welcome to the Business Extra podcast from The National with me, Andy Scott, and the business editor, Mustafa Al-Rawi, and Deepthi, our producer. Today, we're going to looking at Souk.com, the rise of the online giant in the UAE and the region. They've just announced that they'll be looking to IPO, yes, float part of their company in the next 18 months to two years. What do you think that means, Mustafa? Well, I think they've done well. The online retail market has been growing. I think it's been growing everywhere, not just in the Middle East, India, the US. But at the same time, there haven't been some big, you know, they have, we haven't had the same brands that maybe there's been in those markets like the Flipkarts and the Amazons. So Souk really has been pioneering this. And it would make sense for them, for their investors, for them as a company to find a way to scale up, raise some more money, return some uh, funding back to those investors that have been loyal, and also to kind of chart a new path for the company going forward. I mean, you you've spoken, you speak to them all the time. I do, yes. I mean, Ronaldo Mushawa um, is a beautifully uh, eloquent and chatty Syrian national, and uh, he's been with the company since 2005 when they started with Maktoub, when they were in it, uh, an internet auction. Well, they've, they've outlasted their, the, the company parents. that spawned them, yes. um, Maktoub, who were recently and sadly for this region shut down by their even bigger parent, Yahoo. So, you know, if, if someone had told, you know, Ronaldo 2005, he probably knew it. But if, if you had been watching it and said they were the ones that were going to be the success story of those three, we may not even have Yahoo this time next year, if, depending on what happens. That's true. Then it's, it's quite interesting on how fast this market develops. That's exactly what I wrote actually in the piece, which I wrote it up today. And the fact is, 10 years ago, these, these have become a player which is uh, in every or almost every country right across the MENA. And they have 10, 10 fulfillment centers in Saudi alone. And as I said to him, the elephant in the room is Amazon, of course, the world's biggest retailer. What happens if they decide to come and play in his playground? And what did he say? He welcomed them. He said he wants them to come. He wants the online ecosystem to become a far more dynamic place. It makes sense, of course, when there's there's more competition, there's more players, people are na- naturally go towards uh, that space. However, Amazon are already here, as I've found. Aramex are doing cash-on-delivery del- um, logistics for them neither amazon nor aramex would speak to me aramex never used to stop talking now all of a sudden boom i don't know what's going on but anyway they they are already doing cash on delivery for amazon in this region so a toe in the water i think that yeah it, it's possibly a foot rather than a really? toe. yeah but anyway but i mean and i know this is a tangent but it's about um the ipo scene here which has been i don't know when was the last ipo Four years ago? Maybe longer. Maybe longer? Okay. But, so I mean, I'm thinking 2011, yeah. but I could be wrong. Okay. But I mean, it's, it, 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 it's hardly flourishing. So no. anyone who decides to IPO, what is it in them, in it for them to... to well, when IPO we say IPO, IPO in a, on, a re, on a UAE market, yes. Yes. But there have That's been, sorry, sorry, there yes, have been UAE thinking. companies that have IPO'd elsewhere. The London market, Al Noor yeah. Hospitals, which... Yeah again, has been taken over, no longer with us, essentially, as yeah. a standalone. NMC, um, other companies, although Damak, interestingly, floated in London, the property company, and then has come back to Dubai. But what's in it for any UAE company to float here? Well, when people talk about IPOs, they're essentially talking about two or three things. 
valuation. How much will this company be worth? And an IPO is a very good way to gauge that. Mm -hmm. How much is the market willing to value this company for? That's number one. Number two, exit for certain investors who've been in for a long time want to get their money out. And it's tied to that valuation because the more the company's worth, the more money they take out of it. And then three is the long-term strategy for the company. IPOing is going to help them become a leaner, more efficient. Transparent. More transparent organization, which means it'll be cheaper for them to raise money on any capital market, not just equity markets. It also means name recognition with suppliers, customers, potential new investors. And it just represents succession and a way to manage the business going forward for maybe more than just now, but generations to come. But my question was why float in Dubai or Abu Dhabi when you can go to London or Bombay or a myriad of other Well, there's a couple of schools of thought. So first of all, look at the overall market conditions. With low oil prices, you would say, okay, maybe floating in this region right now isn't the best thing to do because really it's everything's an liquidity, oil everything's an oil play and there's less liquidity and and so there, there's not a good equity story to tell would-be investors however you also look for something that you can benchmark against and that's another mark if you like against this region because it's not like we have two or three online players that are already floated that you can gauge they're worth x yeah. souk will be worth either a premium or a discount to x so you look at markets where there are other similar companies because again you can tell investors this is a, a, a you know a relevant value for this company. However, there is a bigger picture. Brand recognition, Souk is a Middle East retailer. Its customers are in the Middle East. It's focused on the Middle East. It would make natural sense for it to be listed in the Middle East close to its customers, close to where it's recognized as a brand. In the UK and the US and even Asia and other markets, no one is going to know who souk.com are. They never would have used them. It's a a much harder sell. And again, it comes back to valuation. When you're having to educate people about a company in that market, have never heard of it, never used it, never will use it, then it becomes much harder to convince them to put up more money. And then I would also add that If you look at what's happening in Saudi Arabia, and we keep coming back to Saudi every time we sit down together and talk, if they are really going ahead with the diversification plans, if there is going to be this growth, if you believe in the region, then you should be here. That's true. Although I did speak to our markets reporter, John Everington, about this and about what the IPO sort of uh, ecosystem here. And he said, oh, it's there isn't that power there isn't that dynamism behind the scenes and i said but but if you look at air arabia people understand the value of air arabia so while the market might be flaky it might follow for a couple of leaders and and, and uh, values drop at the drop of a hat for no and obvious reason sometimes but you know your mrs and air arabia generally Stay where they should be, especially unless there's been a plane crash or something dreadful like that where all air stocks will drop. But And therefore, if you souk, which it does a, an obvious business, it does a decent business, I, I, I'm not sure if it's actually hit profitability right now, yeah. but I'm sure it will be in 18 months. Therefore, I think that it, yeah, it, all the signs are that it could be. Well, you should, you should, give, you should give Fadi Handur a call, the yeah. founder of Aramex. He's no longer, I think, executive day-to-day with them. He's on the board, but he doesn't. Do any? He's more investing in tech companies. Mm-hmm. So when they listed, where did they list? Uh, Nasdaq yeah. in uh, the US. The, uh, okay. Yeah, that's where they listed, and it was hailed in the night. You know, massive success. But of course, because there was a bubble going on, 
So that's where people went when they wanted huge amounts of insane money, yeah. right? And valuations. Yeah. So they, they listed in the US, a logistics company based in the Middle East. Where are they listed now? Yeah. In this region. Right. So over time, naturally, they gravitated back here. So, okay, you can go for the short-term bump like Aramex did, like Damac did by going to a, you know, a bigger market that's maybe that represents a higher amount of liquidity or interest from investors in general, or it's an easier way to just get it out to market because it's not so simple. Um, I remember uh, Topaz, uh, the um, engineering company based here, but mm -hmm. they're, they're owned by an Omani parent group trying to list in London and going to tell that story of a company that doesn't, do anything in the UK and is predominantly in this region as much as it was a good company a growing company at the time was very very hard in the end of it never quite got off the ground um, yeah. the, the the IPO for other reasons we won't get into but um, sometimes you think okay I'll go to London I'll go to the US I'll go to Asia because I can actually get this to market and that I'm worried right now that I can't get it to market if I don't go somewhere where there is enough breadth and depth of liquidity to get me there, basically. Yeah. Well, actually, let's, I'm glad. Let's just move along quickly here because we could talk about this for a lot longer. Um, liquidity, you just mentioned. Yesterday, I was at um, the launch of a white paper from the Shalhoub Group. The Shalhoub Group are, ha have a host of luxury brands here and in the region. Uh, I think they own over, have over 600 outlets, uh, department stores, Traiano in the Asmal, uh, the Level Shoe District in Dubai Mall. They think that uh, while their first quarter, they're 2% down on last year. However, they said last year That's was probably a, pretty good. though. Yeah, it was a very good 2015. Yeah. So he said, so we're only 2% down. Um, he was saying that, the, um, sorry, this is the Patrick Shalhoub, their CEO. Is that sales? He meant 2%? Uh, revenues. Revenues. Okay. revenues. Um, uh, but I, and I, I wanted, I, I, what I wanted to get to do was, are the malls going to be dropping? I mean, they do a lot of things of turnover rent, so they will see what a shop is doing. If they do well, they will take 3% out of that, on top of whatever their, 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 the base rent is. Uh, so they know how uh, any retailer is doing. Uh, and he said, they haven't listened for 18 months, but in the last six months they've started to listen, but they still haven't dropped the rent. Yeah. And the fact is, when Mall of the Emirates and Dubai Mall have 100 retailers for pair outlet waiting to come in. They don't mind if people are losing money wearing there because if there's someone else willing to step in behind them, what's the motivation for them to drop rent? It's interesting it, 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 because it really does play into what we were talking about with Souk.com. If they believe in the market, then essentially you've also got another segment that don't believe that yeah. in, that in that market. They don't believe that online's a real threat because you know, they're, they're still holding out on rents. Yeah. They're not moving. And then Majid Al-Fatim announcing for the next decade, there'll be 30 billion dirhams worth of investment, 10 city center malls in the UAE alone, two in of those in Abu Dhabi, 40 car fours. I mean, they're going, you know, all out in terms of retail space. Um, of course, they, they operate more of the Emirates. They know what they're doing. But they obviously believe in physical shopping. Well, I think the, the fact is, as we've said before, uh, for this region, shopping is entertainment. It's not just uh, the humdrum, get it, get it over with and let's get yeah. home. People will spend a long time in this area. However, I know we've spoken about retail a lot. No, but I, th I, think it flow I think it flows nicely because if, if they are, if, we, if we're saying that you know, physical shopping is entertainment, 
and soup.com is saying that there's going to be a massive online you know enough online growth to back what they're doing and even potentially amazon without one of them folding mm -hmm. then we're talking about massive growth in the overall market which can only be driven by massive economic growth and wealth creation and job creation and uh, you know dynamism in the economy which frankly right now if you look out your window not, <laughs> not that we have any in the studio but if you look out of your window you might not necessarily see where that growth is coming from but these guys are taking billion dirham bets that that growth is going to be there i'm glad you said that because there's more than a billion dirham bet which chesterton's came out with this week the property market they're saying what it's bottom we're out bottom get right. get going like well they're saying that there, there are definitely blue skies ahead they're calling they, they've, they've called the bottom well everyone no one's actually come out and said we're there they said we're near it so since we're near it because we don't want to stick our necks out too far and call it then maybe you should start gearing up to invest but i think when when a, when an estate agent or a brokerage as they are as, as, uh, say we're near the bottom there's now they're now saying to their clients who are looking to move yeah. in don't drop don't negotiate okay we are basically not because they don't want the move they don't want the market to drop any further it's all to do with commissions for them yeah you're but, right they're not an impartial voice but they were also happy to say the market's softening six a year 18 months ago they were happy to say that so the fact that they're saying now they're not it's it's not lacking in too much credibility for, for us to think you know what they might have a point somewhere. no i think definitely for this past week and as you as you mentioned saudi's 2030 plan the MENA region, after 18 months of sluggish, sloppy, soft uh, economic environment, has definitely shifted up. It's hardened this week, I think. Just in time to go into Ramadan. Woohoo! We'll leave it at that. Have a good week.